0: Greetings, folks, and welcome to the DBA show, the small business show, episode number 16 here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton.
1: And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. How, How are you doing, Dave? Shannon? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm doing it just as well. Good. I'm uh, kind of liking this evening thing. It's kind of nice. That's
0: right. We're recording in the evening. You folks listening could care less when we recorded this. Yes, um, that's right. But yeah, I, I had a long day today, so we're recording in the evening. Which, uh, which, I, yeah, I like the evening recordings too. I've I've had some issues with them in the past with other podcasts, but um, oh. yeah, it, it's all fine. It's all, it, yeah. I, for this one, I think it's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think yeah. it's good. So today, you know, we we're we actually had an interview scheduled, but we had a uh, had to ha- reschedule that with our interview. E. I I almost thought we should uh, just talk about backup plans. I thought that would have been a good uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. segue into <laughs> having a backup plan. Uh, but but anyway, we we had this. Uh, partnership topic on the agenda that we brought up a few weeks ago. And so we're, we're going to talk about partnerships. And I I mentioned it before we got started. We, I think we could also label the show, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly about partnerships.
0: Um, Yeah. I, although my only problem with that label is it's two thirds, you know, negative. Yeah, that, that is true. And I'm in, I'm going to be interested to see where we both fall on this, say 30 minutes from now, whether, whether we agree that partnerships are two thirds negative, um, so yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that is um, probably prefaced on the, on the, on the concept of how you structure and how you begin the partnership. In, so in we're talking, we're going to, we're talking here
0: at least initially not about corporate structure and, and whether you should have an LLC or a C corp or a partnership with that You file a K one or any of that. We're talking about whether you should have a, or, or what the, what the, what the impact is of having someone that is actually truly a partner in your business in some way. Yeah. I mean, you can
1: have either it, officially like, or, or not. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. And, and whether, it you know, you're either going to be an LLC or an S corp or whatever it is going to be. Uh, and we can talk about that structure sometime too. But if are do you have someone you are starting this business or running your current business with?
0: Yeah. So, right. um, you have you have done, you have done things both ways, I believe. Correct. Shannon, you've done businesses with partners that I know because we've done one uh, together and here we are in a second
1: doing one now. Yeah, Yeah. that's right.
0: Yep. But I I think you've run, have you run, I know your, your current tech restore business, at least I believe you, do you have a
1: partner with that? I do have a partner. Okay. you have a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love having a partner and I, again, prefaced on, uh, because the, the partners that I have now guys like you and uh, Bucky, my other uh, partner. Okay. uh, And a few, you know, we have another, I have another company that I have a, we have another partner in two. We have all, uh, maybe one of the most important things, we all have similar goals. And when you're, setting up a partnership, that, that's really one of the things you want to ask yourself, you know, and, and there's there's so many positive things about a, a partnership. And for me, I'm, I'm, I am I'm will say I really am better with a partner. We were talking about our, our lovely wives earlier here this evening, and it's kind of the same thing at home, you know, different people bring different things to the equation. And I have been f- very fortunate uh, to always find people that can help offset what my weaknesses are. And I have tons of those weaknesses Um, and I'm not good at many, many things. And also one of the things that I really like about having a partner, maybe, maybe the number one thing is that it helps to keep me accountable. And we talked about, I, I think I maybe mentioned this metaphor before about the guys that go to the gym and when they leave, they hand each other their gym bags so that, the next day, hey, I got to go back to the gym because I've got Bob's bag, you know, that kind of thing. And and for me, it's been that way with uh, businesses over the years uh, that I've just performed better when I knew there's someone else, uh, you know, someone else there that's relying on me, um, not just employees, not just that kind of thing. And, and so for the most part, it's been positive. I have had some negative partnerships as well. And I have had a lot of Opportunities to start businesses with people that wanted to start businesses with me, uh, and and or I've wanted to start businesses with them that we've never brought it to fruition, and thankfully so because I feel it could have been a real negative partnership experience.
0: Yeah, I that that makes sense. I um yeah. I I have I have similar feelings. Um, I I have obviously very much enjoyed having a partner in almost everything i've done mm-hmm. and 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 you know partners that there are it's important i think to find a partner that is going to actually serve and fill in like you said that the holes or the things that maybe you could do them but that you aren't best at that you wouldn't naturally yeah. do right that's right and yep. and and if you can find that fit and it's it's rare. It's certainly possible. It's rare that it's going to be a perfect fit um, where, you know, you each just totally complement each other. But if you can get sure. close, that it, it makes a huge difference because y- there's, y- you know, you're both a- at some level. And it, and of course, you know, again, you know, taking keeping corporate structure, at least at arm's length for this discussion, you know, in theory, you might be 50 50. You might not be right. It might, it might be. Yeah, you never know. Or, right. That's but, right. That's right. but well, Whoever the partners are, are going to feel the reason you're a partner in a business and you're putting in presumably putting in sweat equity and all of that is, is that you enjoy at some level the, the, the mania
1: of owning a business. Right. You know, hopefully you do enjoy that. And yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. And, and I could say, you know, you, you do the, probably the, maybe the first thing you need to do is recognize what those weaknesses are either in yourself or in, okay, let's say you have this concept. And I can use an example. When Dave, when I wanted to start a a website that published stuff and we were talking about, you know, deals on the web and things, I can remember, I think I reached out and talked to one of your sales rep guys because I knew absolutely nothing about the publishing business and the web business. I knew about the deals, Right. I, and, and that's what I was always excited about. And I knew, okay, great. Let's talk about deals and stuff. But the first thing I, you know, well, uh, you know, sitting down and saying, okay, what don't I know? Who, do, who knows this stuff? And I was being, you know, Backbeat Media was handling some of our advertising stuff. And I said, oh, well, let me talk to these guys. So, and that led to you, cause you're, I believe one of Backbeat rep said, oh, well, Dave is a guy you really should talk to, which led to, you know, like a decades long partnership. Yeah. And I think that is—that's what uh, would behoove you to do first, on a personal level, and even on the on the business level—is okay. Well, what do I need help with, and who has that knowledge or that skill, and how can I approach them? Because we didn't know each other at all—not I mean, even you, you, a little bit. I mean, yeah, we knew I'm not even a, sure. of we each talk. other. Yeah, we. Yeah, I mean, I was your client, and yeah. and I, you know but I mean, we may have talked a little bit, but I don't even I, think we had to be honest. Maybe not. Maybe not. And and I think that the, you know, the first thing you need, if you're, if you're getting started or you're in a business and you're thinking about bringing a partner on, you know, we spent a lot of time talking and, and I think it may have been one of the first businesses when I was looking for a partner that uh, I rolled out and what I always call, you know, a working agreement And and it's, it's not a partnership. It's not a, or a partnership agreement or a contract. You know, I I don't believe those kinds of things are hugely, uh, necessary and or enforceable. And if you have to think of them like that, maybe that's not the person you should be in. Anyway, uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And and so, so, you know, and I, and I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but I, but I want to stick with this, uh, the streamline because we did it and, and I think it was successful and uh, it, it worked. So, you know, we came up with this working agreement that, that did a few things. It identified, you know, what is it that we are trying to do? Uh, what the goals are making sure we had the same goals. So we, you know, we laid it out on paper, you know, just, it's just, just a word doc yeah. has a certain structure. Hey, here's what, here's what we want to try to do. Here's what the goals of the business are, are going to be. Uh and one of the things that's I think really important, how how you're going to measure success, because that everybody has different ideas of what that success is. And you know, we've talked about this before as well. Is it all just monetary, or is it you know, if you have one person that says, Well, I measure success by the by working the least amount of hours possible, and the other person says, Well, I want to make as much money as possible, well, you're going to have you're going to have a problem. There. You might. Yeah, you might have a problem. Yeah, you might. You might have a problem there. No,
0: it, uh, that, I remember that process. I had actually forgotten about it, to be honest. Um, but but uh, but as soon as you you brought it up, I remembered it. And it, it's interesting because. We weren't just two guys, you know, that was a weird to me. That was a weird start to a partnership. Obviously, it was a very good one. Um, and and perhaps one of the better ways to start a partnership, most of the time, it seems like partnerships happen one of two ways. Either two friends are sitting down with a beer and say, (laughs) I have a great idea or, you know, the the stupid idea comes out and you sort of polish it up a little bit and you're like, actually, that's not that stupid. You know, we, we could do something with that. I know how to do this. You know how to do that. And then the partnership is sort of born and and that agreement or (laughs) agreements, the wrong term, right? But that, that outline, Doesn't get written as early as uh, as it as it certainly did in our case um, and probably and probably not as early as it should.
1: Right. And and I think your example is more common and it's kind of like partnership by default.
0: Well, it's either that or it's two people in business together that wind up working together a lot. And suddenly again, I mean, it's, it's probably not all that different than the two buddies sitting down having a beer, but it's, you know, two people that interact a lot and say, Hey, wait a minute, you know, you've got these skills. I have these skills. We should work together. Whereas what, what happened with with deals on the web was we were two people that we respected each other. We knew of each other enough to respect each other and perhaps a little bit more, but, but not much. That was it. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure the first time I talked to you, we may have shared an email or two if, if I thanked you for being a yeah. client. Right. But sure, sure. the first time we talked was about this and it was, it was you know, you know, there's a little dance we went through about, but it was all part of this thing of, okay, well, here's this idea you came to, to me with and yep. it was, okay, how can we do this? All right, wait, what are we talking about here? Are you just asking that's me right. for advice or do you want to do this together? You, you yeah, know, that, I mean, and that's it,
1: right. And that's very important, you know, and, and, The, the example that you, you know, the, the two guys over a beer, you know, that that's happened to me as well. And it, it worked out great. Uh, I would say that comment that I made about, you know, making sure you have shared goals that changes over time, that can change over time. And it's, it's important to revisit, I think with your partner, uh, over time, gee, you know, what direction the business is going in are your goals still the same? And, you know, is the goal of the company still the same? Because I think that is, well, that and money, uh, and, and are very, very common things that can cause a partnership to go bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and, 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 and People, people don't change a whole lot. I don't think, um, but but certainly our our circumstances change pretty rapidly yeah. throughout our lives. And and it's yeah. it you know if you take two two people that are, yes are involved in business but otherwise lead separate lives over the, over a five year or or certainly a ten year span, I mean you can find yourselves in radically different places.
1: Yeah, at the end. That's of that. right. Yeah, yeah, and you know I I can tell you a story um, and I had a guy I started one of my first businesses with and it it was pretty successful. And, you know, this guy was awesome. He was very trustworthy. He was much smarter than I was. Uh, He, and, and one of the weaknesses I had was, I didn't have any money, you know, I was in college and this guy had a credit card with a $10,000 line of credit, you know, so it was another chink, you know, positive in the the column of, Hey, let's start a business. And he was willing to risk it, which was awesome. And I, and I respected that a lot. And, you know, we, we had the same goals then, and we ran this business and did all this stuff. And then it, you know, it came a time where. Things were, you know things good things don't always go up in business. You know people are sometimes surprised to to hear it's, it's <laughs> up and down, it's up and down and up and down. Especially people that aren't in business, uh, you know. And you have good years and bad years. And we were going through a challenging time. I can recall. I, I I never will forget. You know this conversation. And I had a conversation the night before with my wife, telling her, "Hey, I'm really going to have to start putting in more hours because." Uh, we're having some problems and the market is such and this and that, and I won't go into specifics, but it was just like, hey, I'm really going to have to knuckle down to sure. to get, get this thing back on its feet. And the n- next day, my partner, who I love this guy, came in my office, sat down said, hey, I want to have a talk with you. I said, okay, great. And he says, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I, I really would like to start spending some time away from the business. So I'm thinking I'm not going to come in on Fridays. Wow. And. It was now that's fine conversation yeah, It's it to totally have. yeah that that that's a normal thing for one partner to present no, to the no other. No problem. Yep. Yeah, and and you work it out. But it was just impeccable timing and it 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 stuck with me and that's why I always come back to well, what are your goals and what do you want out of the business and this and that and and it was it was the beginning of the end for us unfortunately because it sounds, Yeah, it add. sounds like it would have been. It, right. it, it really was. And and, and to, to not make a hugely long story maybe a little shorter but we wound up, you know, merging with another company and, and doing some other things like that. And this, unfortunately this guy's strengths got kind of absorbed in this other entity that we merged with. And what I thought was an awesome opportunity that we had to, to kind of reinvent our jobs, which I love that thing really petrified him and made the guy miserable. Uh, And, and so we, you know, we, 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 worked out an amicable parting, but he just, it it just wouldn't work. So, you know, constantly reassessing where you're at with your business and with your partner, whether it's a partner by default, whether it's your buddy, you know, this kind of things. I mean, it's a marriage and you, you know, we Dave, you and I, we talk all the time. Is that the direction you want to go in? Um, You, and, and, and not, not be afraid to to say no and disagree yeah. and be really, really, really honest and be able to communicate like that, I think, is the foundation of having a successful partnership.
0: Yeah, I think uh, if someone that had never owned a business or or certainly had never had a partner was a fly on the wall for a lot of those kinds of conversations. and And, you know, it's important to note. A lot of times, at least for me, with a business partnership, you know, you have there are these moments where you these pivotal moments where you have these partnership conversations right about the business and the direction of things and all that. But these aren't daily events. No, most no, of no, the no. most of the time you're just doing what needs to be done. Correct. And, and sometimes, in fact, most of the time, especially early on. You're making things up as you go along and both partners are doing that. So there's a level of trust there, but you're not consulting with each other on, on the minutia of every decision, even though it could be argued that, that from, from an outsider standpoint, it could be argued that you should like, holy crap, you did that without your partner knowing. Well, yeah, but I mean, we got to just get it done. So I did it. Yeah, that's right. But if someone were a fly on the wall for those partnership conversations, which might happen you know, I I think frequently might even be once a month, right? You know, yeah,
1: it could be. Yeah.
0: And in some businesses, it, you know, might be infrequently and once a quarter kind of thing. I mean, it depends on where you are with things and all of that. It, certainly, with a, a startup, early early stages, it might be once a week. But if you're doing it more than that, you're not getting anything done. You're just kind of constantly reinventing the business because that's what those conversations become. But if you're doing it right, I think the fly on the wall would think. That these two people having this conversation are probably at the brink of um of 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 completely unraveling the whole thing, because, you, like you said, you've got this honesty and you've just got to be able to say, well, I think this is look, we tried this. This worked really well. This was stupid. And sometimes you're both going to be in agreement on it and then it won't seem like it's unraveling. But a lot of times, it, you know, you you do that because you have been operating sort of in parallel, but separately. And mm-hmm. then you come together and you're like, oh, hey, all right, we got to sync up again. And those conversations, I don't want to say they can they can get
1: heated, but they certainly yeah, they, they can. Okay. They, but they okay. can. Yeah. 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 And I, in and a good I way. That, yeah. In a good way, because you're getting it all out there. And I think in a in a good partnership, what happens is, you know, you recognize the things that are happening or that your partner is doing or taking care of and all that minutiae, like things that you mentioned, they kind of fall by the wayside because you, you know, they things are going to get taken care of you. You, it, if you're doing this kind of partnership by default, it often just works its way out on who does, you know, what, you know, I was always like a sales deal guy and I'm always trying to find people that are, you know, good at accounting and good at, you know, uh, infrastructure and logistics, those kinds of stuff, you know, it's great. And, a, a, you know, good signs that, that things are working out is when you don't have to worry about that stuff quite as much. Right. And, 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 and then you, you know, then if your your partner who doesn't want to work Fridays, well, it's not a big deal. This guy's working until 10 o'clock every night, you yeah, know, whatever. He's getting it done. I, you know, what yeah, do I care? It's, it's, yeah, that's right. And it, and it just get, you know, those kinds of things and uh, you don't keep track of it. But, if, you know, one partner is constantly working, you know, 60 hours a week and one guy's working, you know, 30, well, that can eventually quite quickly lead to some animosity and you, you need to be able to have those discussions. And I've found that when those discussions live in the working agreement and the ex, what, what are your expectations? It's awesome. And, you know, you don't often have the luxury of setting that up from the beginning. I totally get it.
0: Uh, yeah, well, you just you, don't think about it that You're right. that early on. I mean that's that's yeah. the issue is I You're mean too for, excited about everything else, right? For us it made sense because it was yeah. it was the only thing we had in common. I mean, yeah. we had a lot. That's in right. common. We had its interests and oh, all yeah, of that, yeah. but but it was sure. it was the only experience we had in common, right? Was creating yes. this 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 document together. But it 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 worked because it allowed us to say, "Oh well, wait, I'm not the right guy to do that. You know, yeah, I don't know like, how to do
1: that. I'm not going to do that. Who do we get to this?" And, yeah. and I think it's also really good because oftentimes it's not just two people as a partner. It it can there can be a third party involved, yep. and that's great. And 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 I actually really have liked that because it also you know you get the kind of tiebreaker, uh, you know, if you will, and and someone who can look at things a little bit from the outside and offer a different opinion on if you're really heated up uh, over yeah. some uh, with with one person, and and you can you can do that well. I I, I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it's um what one one of the um and I'll 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 use the Mac Observer as an example here but but I've dealt with this in several other partnerships and in, even in rock bands that I've played in which have you know which are partnerships in in of yeah. themselves and yeah, sure. quite dynamic because <laughs> it, well I mean yeah, I can imagine right you're not only I mean in any business you're doing something that you're passionate about but in a rock band you're doing something all, large, most of the time, at least at the scale I've done it, the yeah. only reason or at least the main reason you're doing it is because you're passionate about it. You're, you're, the money is sometimes just not even expected and yeah. icing on the cake. Yeah. yeah so free it, beer. What's that?
1: <laughs> free beer.
0: Yeah. It's free beer. <laughs> That's a yeah, exactly.
1: whole other conversation. But yeah. Yeah. yeah but, that,
0: you know, so so that, that actually gets really interesting. But at yep. uh, at the Mac Observer, I have one partner uh, that Brian Chaffin. And and he approached me early on uh, because that's how partnerships work. Yeah, <laughs> that seems right. obvious. But he approached me and said, look, there's this website going up for sale called Webintosh and we should buy it. And we changed the name because the people selling it to us uh, didn't own the domain name Webintosh dot com. Uh, yeah yeah, Yeah. it's a whole other story but it's an interesting story um but so we that's why it's not called webintosh anymore also i think the mac observer certainly at the time was a better name and and even now is a better name although there might even be a better name than that but um so he came to me and he says i want to do all the content and i can you know manage the people to get the content up but i'm really not the guy to to think about how we pay for that you know how we how we fuel this thing and And uh, I had been making some money and just sold my interest in a business that I'm sure I'll tell the story before the show ends, because that was another partnership that sort of unraveled. And uh, he said, so, you know, can you a put in a little bit of money to get this thing off the ground and then b make sure more money comes in uh, so that we do this over time. Mm -hmm. And, and so we, we really did. And still to this day have very separate uh, responsibilities at, at the company. But there are those partnership conversations where you know we drive the bus, right, and and we yeah. steer the bus. Uh, but there have been times, at, and this is this has gone back and forth. We've had that business sixteen mm-hmm. years. Uh, at any one time, it's not unlikely for one of us to not have our foot on the gas of the Mac Observer. It has happened. Ah, I but, understand. But the other guy has you know sure. um and 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 maybe that's okay right it totally is okay it yeah, yeah. it works out fine um yeah, yeah. i mean it's it's interesting but it it creates some some very heated conversations you know yeah. it, it, in both directions you know <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure it, you know like hey wait a minute you know i've been really pushing this thing and this and that and but it it's actually there's the resentment has, i i say that that's never actually been said nor ha- i don't think has it been felt it's more just Hey, you know, what, what are you thinking here? You've, you know, yes. you've, you've had your foot off the gas for a little while. You've been either yep. focused on something, either your life, you know, and, mm, and we've sure. both been through massive life changes since we started the business. I've, you know, we've, there's been kids involved. There's been marriages, yes. there's been divorces, yes. right? There's been yep. relocations, all of it. All, and that's yep. just life, let alone that's, whatever happens at right. work. Right.
1: Yeah and and hopefully you've you build up this uh you know respect for your partner over time and you know they're your go-to person uh and you know to where when that inevitably happens that they get distracted with something else uh you're or maybe you step in a little bit take it to slack because it will become a, like you said both it goes both it's ways it's going to go both
0: ways and it totally go both yeah ways. Yep.
1: yeah and yeah and and now when you guys set that up uh, and started Was it, did you really formalize a structure or was it like, Hey, let's just, let's get this thing going and see what happens. No,
0: we formalized the structure. Uh, We knew each other certainly far better than, than you and I did. But, um, and I'd done some work for Brian that uh, I never actually got paid for because the client (laughs) never paid him. So, so, you know, (laughs) this,
1: yeah, you guys had that shared experience. We did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I did some programming for him that, that just didn't get paid um and and so so yeah there was there was definitely a, a, a you know an experience together that, that led to it but it was all business we were we were friendly yes. um but we weren't you know just hanging out all the time going gotcha. and having dinner it, you know yeah. it wasn't that kind that of thing yep so yeah. um so we you know it but we worked it out but it it's interesting and I'm sure it will continue to happen as long as the business is is ours that, yeah. you know, there's this shift that goes back and forth. Honestly, the hardest times are when we both have our feet on the gas at the same time. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because, and and why, why, why is that the well, hardest? Well, because when that ha- when you know, if, if it's me that has my foot on the gas, uh, not only am I thinking about all the things that I need to do. I'm thinking about at least some of the things that, that live in his world, the content ah,
1: side of he, things that should be getting done. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's, that's how it goes. If one guy lets up, you know, the other guy yeah. picks up the slack, like you said, and, and, and then, you know, the reverse is true. Like, you know, okay, we, we, we aren't evolving this. We aren't doing that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, and when we're both in it, I, I, you know, there, yes, we have this line down the middle that, that we defined years and years ago, but it's, It, you know, the actual line moves. And when we're both there, there's a little bit of a a friction, right? While we're Mm -hmm. both pushing on it. And, but it's okay. I mean, we've, we, we know each other really well and we've learned to identify friction and not only have we learned to identify it, we've learned how the other guy deals with it
1: and we're respectful of the process. That's great.
0: (laughs) Right. You know, you just do it. That can
1: be, Yeah. yeah. And sometimes that can lead to very, you know, positive things that friction and push Absolutely. you in directions. Maybe you didn't think of going and that kind of thing. Um, okay. So, and, and I've got a question for you. Have yeah. you, um, so do you have a buy sell agreement or with your partnership? Yeah, we do. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. And and I think we should talk about that a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. The real important part of any partnership is talk about, and, and it's not a great thing to talk about, but I mean, it's important. It's not the most comfortable thing to talk about, but what happens if Something happens to one of the partners, or one of the partners decides oh, I, I want to leave. You know what? What is the the mechanism at, for winding down this partnership, and what happens? Or, you know, I had the experience where one of my you know most long-standing partners uh, passed away, and you know I had buy sells with other partners and other businesses and different things. And in this particular case, the. This guy just didn't believe in him. It's like, oh, we'll work it out. If everything happens, no big deal. And oh. and yeah, and it can um, you know, lead to some really sticky stuff because essentially you become you are immediately in business with his heirs, know, their spouse or his yeah. kids, or whatever. So you own this company now with these totally uh maybe wonderful people. With that, not the people you chose to be partners with. That's right. And I will guarantee you those people have different goals than oh, your yeah. partner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No question. So, uh, you know, buy, sell uh, a part of your agreement can be part of this working agreement. You know, it's just kind of mapping this out. There's tons of templates online. If you go to LegalZoom or any of those, you can you know, download buy, sell agreements. You can have, you know, if you have an attorney, you can have one, write them up, although it'd be more expensive. Yeah, it's Um, probably even if you have an attorney, unless you have an attorney that's that you really
0: trust and you have the extra money to pay them to do this. Uh, You know, you're going to need to be guided through the process because there is not it's not like, you know, with a a will, you can write up a will pretty cheaply because it's it's a pretty straightforward thing. You know, you list your assets and what you're going to do with them when you're not there to have them anymore. Right. You know, it's pretty straightforward. And that's why wills are pretty cheap to get done. But a buy sell thing, you've got to go and look at 20 of them or 10 of them or at least five of them. And say, "Oh, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought of that. I wouldn't have thought of that." And then you, yeah. you kind of have to come into the attorney. The attorney can can make sure that it legally will stand up at least as well as any document can. But you need to know what you want it to to accomplish because everybody's yeah, it, it, different. That's
1: right. And and how it's going going to be interpreted, right? Yeah, because that's really critical. As you may see it some way. And what's worked well for me in the past, if if like I'm going to use a legal Zoom example again, but if I got a document from them, I will send it to, you know, my attorney and say, Hey, what do you think? Is this thing worthwhile? Can we do it? And oftentimes if he's, you know, busy and time, I'm saying, Oh yeah, this is fine. Or Hey, this is a, a, a good boilerplate thing, but we need to add, we need to meet yeah. and talk and put an addendum in place so that, you know, there's these specific issues taken care of at the, on the backside or whatever. Yep. Uh, and you know the. Uh, other issue to talk about is, and we were going to, maybe we'll still do a whole show on, you know, part of a show anyway, on insurance and things like that is key man insurance. Uh, and that is often a very good vehicle to buy out those heirs or spouse kids that you are instantly in business with. And you can fund that with the insurance policy that you carry on each Key partner.
0: Yeah, essentially what what key man insurance is, is you and your partner each taking out or partners each yep. taking out a life insurance policy on the other with you being the beneficiary of that policy. And in theory, the policy pays out enough to allow you to buy the partner's heirs out of the agreement. Correct. And, and, and you can, but you get with an accountant though, because yes. you can set this up in a way if, if it actually works that way, what happens is you get the money free tax free because it's an insurance payment. And now you're buying out your partner's heirs and there's a huge tax burden that they will inherit that way. If you set it up right, it's yep. possible to avoid a for them
1: to avoid a significant chunk of those taxes. Yeah, you definitely want to have some guidance because, as Dave says, uh, there's some what seem like little things that can dramatically impact your tax uh, liability as well as the heirs that are going to you know wind up getting the money.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, oftentimes they, they if you do it right, the heirs make out yeah. way better than than they would have if you just bought them out with cash. But, sure. But it's oh, yeah. fine. I mean, you get you wind up with the business and that's the important part is, yeah. is, you know, that you're not in business with someone else. And, you know, you don't have to buy an air out entirely. Right. You know, all you need right. to make sure. sure is you have a majority share And then, I mean, you still have to give profits out (laughs) and you've got somebody sniffing around all the time. That's right. But, but it it may be that, you know, the cost of an insurance policy for the the business is just too large or doesn't make sense. Or the insurance policy you bought 10 years ago doesn't cover what the business is worth today when you need it. So, so,
1: so, okay. So let's talk about that for a second. Uh, Who decides what the business is worth? See that, I think, I think we should, I think let's table the insurance thing yeah, because that's, that, that's yeah. a whole
0: other discussion. And I, and I want to stick with the partnership thing. Yeah, if you don't I think want. that's great. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, no, I might not. That's I good. I'm going to put it on my show notes. Yeah. I, I have been through
0: two partnerships where the business continued, but the, the part, but the partnership split up. Okay. Um have and, and and you've been through at least one where your mm-hmm. your partner passed away. It, have you been through any others or, nope. or is that just the one? Okay.
1: Uh, that's the only one where the yeah, I mean I had another like the example of these earlier where partners split and left and then I had some other partners but uh okay. not where the business stood uh and I, and I think, and give me your example and I'll, I'll yeah, better. okay.
0: All right. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you both of them. So the, the first one was the business before the Mac observer. It was a business called computer nerds. Uh, right. to my knowledge, it still exists today. It, it certainly existed long past me leaving. And I had, it was not a business that I founded. Um, I moved to Austin and, and the, the, the business just was like geek squad, but pre geek squad, we were going around okay. helping people. And and yeah. we actually, and, and when I moved to Austin, the uh, the guy who started Computer Nerds, uh, Lee Robin, uh, had just moved to Austin from San Antonio. He had started a nerds thing there. He had sold a, a, a the majority of that off to his former partner there. He was starting it in a new city. His vision and dream was to have Computer Nerds franchises all over the country. And so he was like, OK, I'm just going to do it again. And I met him sure. shortly after he had gotten to Austin. And so we formed a partnership. But I was in that in that business, I was a junior partner. I did not have an equal share. And and so it was a minority share and we, we worked it up and we built it together. And the reason for the partnership was because um, I was really good in the field with the customers. And I had the vision for how some of the, the staff would work and all of this stuff. It made sense on paper for us to be partners. But as we kind of marched down the path uh, we realized that we were better friends than we were business partners. We had, it. we had yeah. some very different ideas about how compensation should work and how, you know, the, the whole staff should be dealt with and all of this other stuff. And it wasn't that either one of us was bad. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that his, his ideas were bad. They were just very different from what I would do. And, and, and there was kind of a lot of irreconcilable things. And so mm. we, we, we just decided you know he finally came to me and he's like i think i should buy you out and i said well okay okay yeah i said okay. you know yeah it's your business uh sure. so you know i i mean i can fight a buyout but what good is that gonna
1: do yeah me? did the uh this uh friction that that you know was between you? did you think or did you guys find that it was kind of holding the business back totally Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it was it was palpable in the office too. I see. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, something needed to change. Um, okay. Yeah, and it yeah. got pretty it got pretty bad for a while. Um, but it was it, in the end it worked out fine. It the business went on for a time. It he had offices in I think he had five or six offices in in uh, three states, and he had consolidated all the dispatch in one area. I mean, it was really really he was and he was doing gangbusters.
1: Um, now, did you? keep uh, an interest in that business or did you did you walk or did he buy you out completely he bought me out completely oh okay yeah okay
0: yeah which was i I mean it 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 was the right thing at the time you know in retrospect would it have been i don't know i mean i i I haven't talked to him in a little while. I, I think actually the business saw some, some pretty rocky days in, in recent years, but I think it's actually back on its feet and, and he's moving along and, and all of That's that. Cool. So yeah, I'm not sure it would have mattered if I kept an interest in it or not, to be honest. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, and at the time it was like, well, if I don't, if I don't have a say and if I don't have the ability to impact what's going on, I, you know, I want, I don't want anything. And he, we both kind of wanted a, a clean split and, and then that was better for, for both of us. And then at that point, you know, I went on and, and started Mac observer um, yes. and then the, and it, and it worked out fine. Um, the other business that started as a partnership and, and no longer is, or at least currently is not, was backbeat media. Ah, oh. Greg, Greg mm-hmm. Snyder. And I started that together. Actually, that business started as a three-way partnership with Greg, Brian Chaffin from Mac observer. And I, And within the first year, Greg and I bought Brian out, um, which was the right move. He didn't really have an involvement in it. And it made sense. And so we bought him out uh, early, early on. Oh, okay. So for a long time, it was Greg and I at 50, 50. And and then, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned, things happen. And he, he wound up going through a couple of major life changes. One of which was becoming an ordained Buddhist priest.
1: (laughs) I remember having that conversation with him. Yeah. (laughs) Like,
0: that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, and, and then starting because, you know, obviously, you know, in line with that, he started the, uh, was one of the founding members and partners in the Brooklyn Zen center in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. You know, that didn't leave him a whole lot of time or mental energy to do the things we needed him to do here at Backbeat. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, I feel like I realized that before he did, but maybe he realized it too. I mean, he was the one that proposed, we have a conversation about this, um, which was good, you know? And uh, so it's possible. We, we were both well aware of it at the same time. We just, we just didn't talk about it at first. Right. And, uh, and, and, and so we structured a buyout, but in that business, we did not have a buy sell agreement, which is odd. You'd think after buying one partner out, we would have, you know, we would have put that in place, but we did not. um, but it was very, the, the, uh, I, I, and I owe a debt of gratitude to Greg for this. You know, the, the whole buyout was very amicable and, and he actually, he went out of his That's way true. to make sure that he felt I was being fe- treated even, I, I would say more than fairly. And I feel like it's I a, was
1: treated more than fairly. Yeah. yeah. It's a Zen thing. It's totally. Zen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's well, like that. He, I could see. I mean, I've uh, you know talked with him a lot and he yeah. was our rep for a while and uh, I, I could see that. And that that's awesome. And that's what you, you know, hopefully you've built up this, you know, mutual respect for one another. Well, that's you what mean, it came from,
0: because because yeah. the business had existed for a period of time, we were officially partners, but right. he was detached. And so when he came to me and said, to, let's do this buyout, you know, he, he went out of his way to make sure that we sort of rewound and said, let's do this in a way that's reflective of the fact that it's essentially happening two years ago or you know, no, whatever cool. the timing was. You, you know yeah, what good, I mean? But it, for was, him. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, I, yeah, it was, yeah, I, I really, like I said, I really appreciated it because it yeah. kept it from getting ugly. Cause I would have, I would have brought that up anyway. You know, yes. <laughs> that's the, well, of, if you had,
1: you know, that's the thing you want to have that open and frank discussion and that's and, it. You know, yeah. Finances are involved. you, you have to have that. You know, you have to have it. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. So it sounds like to me that, you know, going back to the beginning here, both of us have a pretty positive view of partnerships. I miss uh,
0: having a partner with Backbeat, to be honest.
1: Ah, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fine. Would you, but, I, would you know, you go, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, to the point where, uh, would you go out and say, hey, I want to, I want to bring somebody in that can do these kinds of things. And uh, I mean, it, or it's just like, oh, no, I'd just kind of like to have somebody, but I don't.
0: Yeah, there are there are moments where I would appreciate having a partner. And and I mean, the, the, some of the guys on the team serve that role in, in various sure. ways, right? You know, yep. it, ideas to bounce off of. But at the you know, at the end of it, it's still, you know, I'm having this conversation with Dave, the guy that, that signs my checks, right? Yes, and, correct. And it's, so it's different. it's different. And I guess, you know, maybe it, the answer would be to bring on some people, you uh, as as board members right yeah, yeah, um yeah, sure. and and then and then there's some you know that that would be a, a way to create that um that structure without having to impact the the rest of what goes on
1: yeah you could have an uh a, a advisory board if advisory you want a board right and yep. you know meet with them on a occasional basis that kind of thing yep. you know yep. yeah and and that's good and i, and I think the key thing uh that we've been, you know, putting out there for the last half hour. Or so is, is partnerships are great. Uh, if you have the opportunity to prepare and, uh, kind of model how things are going to work up front, that's awesome. You may not have that luxury. Um, and the, uh, you know, the critical thing is communicating and keeping those, you know, what your current goals and future goals are in mind and, and, you know, working together to achieve those things. Yeah. That's the trick. Communication. Yeah. 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 And
0: you know, you, you use the term a couple of times marriage. It's absolutely right. I mean, it's yeah. 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 And sometimes it's, it's, you know, in some, I don't want to say sometimes in some ways it's even, you know, deeper than that on a different level.
1: I mean, it's yeah. 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 That's right. Well, you become, you depend on them for certain things and you know, it's, it's, it's obviously very different, but that connection you have and and then you know, that respect for one another and and relying on one another, that it's, uh, it's a, it can be a powerful shared experience. It can be powerfully positive yeah. and powerfully negative. Yep. You know, absolutely. And so you want to try to pull out that positive stuff as much as you can and, uh, you know, grow off, use each other's strengths to help each other, lift each other up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Awesome. Well, that's uh 43 minutes and 25 seconds. I think that's a good go. one, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's great. <laughs> well, you know, we'd love to hear your partnership stories. If you have any, uh, uh, you know, comments or other questions and uh, you know, awesome stories or horror stories that you'd like to share, you know, reach out to us feedback at DBA uh, You can also follow us on uh, Facebook at uh, facebook.com DBA podcast podcast. And our Twitter is DBA podcast. Is that correct? Dave?
0: Yeah, it's all DBA podcast, right?
1: Now. All DBA podcast right, right up yeah. until the moment we change it. That's right. That's correct. Yep. <laughs> <It's>, everything changes. <laughs> everything changes. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, folks. Have a good night. We'll see you next week.
0: Take care.